You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes, and I'm glad that you were listening to the podcast today. I wanted to talk about the, the NCAA, and if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I'm not always a big fan of the NCAA because they do stuff that's just so unnecessary and silly. And there was another example of this this past week when they introduced some new guidelines for agents that were contacting players that were still hoping to keep their eligibility. It has been referred to as the Rich Paul rule. Rich Paul is the guy that runs clutch sports management and he was put on by LeBron James, but it in no means is only LeBron James's guy. And that's, it's a really hard shadow to get out of. If you're rich, Paul, what he is, is a dogged businessman that befriended LeBron James and they have mutually helped each other out along the way, which is what you do with good friends in the business or business partners who happen to be friends. The The problem that most people had with the NCAA on this particular rule was that what they put in was, well, you know, you, you need no matter if you're certified by the NBPA or already have clients in the league or, or that we're going to require that to talk to the athletes, you have to have a bachelor's degree. You have to have graduated from college. That is the most ridiculous, uh, elitist, um, troubling addition that, that they could add. Rich Paul wrote a, an op-ed for The Athletic, and I thought this was a really good line by him. He actually had two fantastic lines in here. This one, does anyone really believe a four-year degree is what separates an ethical person from a con artist? He's right about that. But let me give you the second line, which is better. He talked about this policy uh, that, and says that it's it's one of those policies that's going to become a more general policy, and it'll incrementally move from where it is now to being more problematic. 
the the term I believe he's looking for is mission creep. But he says, I'm not sure what the technical term is for that because I didn't finish college, but I know it when I see it. That's a quality line by Rich Paul in, in his op-ed. I'm so tired of two things. One, the NCAA never being able to read the room. When are they ever able to read the room and understand that who who gave the go ahead to be like, yeah, we should totally do that. Mark Emmert. We should totally say, you know what? You got to have a bachelor's degree to become an NBA agent. Here's the other thing. The NBA shouldn't be in cahoots with them. The NBA itself should have pushed back and go, no, the NBPA, I'm sure did. But even the NBA should look at them askance and be like, what? No, that's not how we're our own thing. And you're your own thing. But that that's one of the big problems. The problem is that the NBA, with all the money that they've made, especially over the last five years, they continue to see revenues go up. They are still unwilling to not have free labor. And here's what I mean. Guys who make it to the NBA are getting paid and getting paid really well. Their contracts are guaranteed. They are the envy of the sports world. You look up on July 1st every year, two things happen. Football players are mad about the Bobby Bonilla deal. And football players are mad about what's going on in the NBA with free agency. Guys in the league are making a lot of money. They're also guys that are playing in the G League, which while the NBA does support, they have a minor league system in place that doesn't cost them a thing. And that minor league system is college basketball. So in that way, that's the way that I mean that they're in cahoots. I don't like it. I don't think that the NBA should support the NCAA having a rule in place where someone has to go to college for a year before they enter the NBA. I hate that rule. The one and done rule that 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 all of the old school coaches decry as ruining college basketball, cry me a bleeping river. And and I'm also surprised by how many people who consider themselves to be free market capitalists when it comes to other topics don't see this as a real infringement upon that. In some ways, I understand the NFL rule. The idea that because of the pounding that a player would take in the NFL, you wouldn't want to let an 18-year-old be in the NFL. In some ways, I kind of understand it. But you can't tell me that Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback from Clemson, wouldn't have been the number one pick this year. That there wouldn't have been GMs trying to jump at the opportunity to have that guy quarterbacking their team. And that he's not physically ready to play in the NFL. You couldn't convince me of that. After what I saw of him going up against multiple NFL-style defenses at, at, during the college football playoffs to get himself to a national championship, including my beloved Alabama Crimson Tide, which he cut and sliced like a chef. But the the NBA has kind of given their blessing to the NCAA in this regard, and I hate it. I, I hate that they're 
I hate people being forced to go to college. I say that as a part-time quasi-academic, someone who teaches in college. You shouldn't have to go if you don't want to. If your skills allow for you to play in the NBA or the NFL, but let's just stick with the NBA. If your skills allow you to play in the NBA and you're legally an adult, you should be allowed to make that decision and there shouldn't be anyone who should stand in your way. We'll let 18 year olds sign a contract to join the military. Why won't we let them sign a contract to play in the NBA? And I know that it's something that's collectively bargained. I get that. If you're going to push, I get that. What I'm saying to you is that I don't understand why NBA players and people who own teams in the NBA would want this other than it allows them to curry favor with the people in the NCAA who, who give them a free system, a minor league system. It just bugs me. It really bugs me. Back to Rich Paul. I'm so happy that he stepped up and stepped out and said some of the things that he said uh, about the NCAA in his op-ed. And I'm glad that there were people who, excuse me, <clears throat> came to his defense as well in this discussion. It's one of those things where all of us looked at it and we were like, hmm, gee, I, I wonder whom they might be targeting with this rule. The other part, as a quasi-academic, someone who, who I will be 100% honest with you, I went to grad school because, because most places, my own university included, DePaul, require a master's degree to teach full-time. Now, I don't have enough time left in life to, to buck the system and fight the system. So I just went with it. But here, here's a question from my own life that I can put as a parallel to Rich Paul and what he's going through with Clutch. Do you think that I couldn't teach a full-time class on radio and media without my master's degree? I've been teaching part-time for six years leading up to my leading up to me enrolling at Alabama and getting my master's. I was teaching for six years. My students got, I think, and some of them would testify that they got a great education from me, even though I don't have a master's degree. Now I have one. So if, if, if from a career standpoint, I want to go do that, I can without any resistance. Not that I, I probably, you know, someone would have given me, if, if the score fired me tomorrow, someone would have probably given me an opportunity to come teach at their place full time, even without a master's, but most places require it. Do I think I got better because I have a master? Sure. I think there are things that I learned in class. I also think that the 20 years of experience that I have in education play a big role in what I try to share with my students. 
it just it just stinks like the whole thing stinks most people can't afford a college education or don't have time for it and in the same way that in the same way that the the player who's in high school who could play in the NBA when they're 18 years old deserves an opportunity so do people who hustle people who work in an industry and get it there might be some kid who's working at clutch sports right now who didn't go to college but is learning on the job i know that that you listening to my podcast today you may not have gone to college but whatever it is that you're working in you're an expert in the field because you've done it for 15 years sure maybe a a a more um more education more theory might enhance what you do a little bit but the functionality of what you already know from your years of experience should matter for something in this case with rich paul he's been doing this for a while and he's been extremely successful at it it's not just lebron He's got other clients, big name clients like, you know, like Draymond Green, for example. He's got guys that are making money and he's making money. We should be celebrating his story. We should be celebrating guys like this. People who, even though they aren't given some of the great opportunities, that they aren't on an even playing field, that they maybe don't have the chance to go to college, succeed in spite of it in spite of what statistically it says you know the the more degrees you get for men not for women the more degrees that you get the more money that you'll make that a person who graduates from college will make more money than a person who just graduated from high school a person with a master's degree will make more money than a person uh, who who just got a bachelor's degree a person with a phd etc etc right but this guy's made it, man. He's made it. He's a millionaire now, a multimillionaire. And the the insult of asking that man, well, if you want to keep going on with this and talk to our players that still have a chance to be eligible, then you're going to have to go get a bachelor's degree. That is trash. Absolute trash. No one should go to college that doesn't want to go. I wanted to go and I enjoyed my experience. I loved my experience, Alabama. Loved it. It was stressful at the end, but I loved it. These kids who are in high school now shouldn't have to go and neither should Rich Paul. What's he got to prove? Unless he wants to go. If, if Rich Paul is like, yeah, you know, I would feel more complete if I went back to college. Fine. I support that. But I support anyone who, who doesn't, who, who looks at the world and says, like, I don't have the money nor the time. I got to hustle. I got to work. I'm lucky. My parents, like, that was one of their things. Like, they wanted me to go to college but my brother didn't graduate from college and he's super successful he went but he didn't graduate it takes all kinds all kinds i'm glad that they reversed it and they've taken that part of the rule out although 
they left it a tad bit ambiguous because the way that they changed it up was if the agent is already certified by the NBPA, the, the NBA PA, the, the players association in the NBA, then they don't have to have that requirement. But again, I go back to the kid who's working at clutch right now that isn't in college. It, it keeps them out of the game. And I, I just don't like it. I don't like it. It's another banner day for the NCAA just coming up with foolishness. All right, I'm done. I'm, I wanted to talk about it. I'm glad you uh, let me live and let me talk about it a little bit. But congratulations to Rich Paul and all the other aspiring agents out there because this rule was just silly and antiquated. And I'm glad that media pressure, this is one of those times when I'm proud to be a member of the media, media pressure helped change things for the better in my opinion. So shout out to all the, uh, the, the places where people had opinions, even including my own podcast. I didn't help change anything cause I didn't do this until afterwards, but I know my guy, Michael Kim over his stadium was talking about this stuff and how it was nonsense on a national scale. There were lots of people. Um, you, you may have even seen me siding with Stephen A. Smith. Can you believe it on a subject? So I'm glad for Rich Paul. Not that he needs me to be glad that man is making money, but this felt extremely disrespectful. And I'm glad that the NCAA, someone at the NCAA had enough sense to go, we should probably say we're wrong and change this rule and then go hide. And that's what they did because that's what they always do. Speaking of Michael Kim, my man, Michael Kim, he raised a really good point. When, when it has ever the NCAA declared something and everyone's been like, yay, they got it right. Almost never. Thanks for listening. I have something cool for you tomorrow.